The Solaris was a part of the Franco-American fleet of the Solar Warden. It was mixed race, people, Asian type, tall blonde people, hybrids. It was very diverse. The command was command was multiple. Each one had a responsibility which allowed each one to be autonomous. If something happened to the ship, we all had piloting skills and we were multitasking, multitasking. But there was no human leaders, that's all I know. You're listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala, your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. Well, I'd like to welcome Jean-Charles Moyen to Exopolitics today. I'm very pleased to have you, Jean-Charles, all the way from Quebec, and uh, we are here through Zoom. Thank you, Michael. Well, I'm really looking forward to this, uh, Jean-Charles, because uh, people know very little about the French secret space program, and you are someone that can give us an idea of what is happening in that program and the connection to extraterrestrial life. So first of all, I'd like to just begin, Jean-Charles, by saying, well, asking you the question, throughout your early life, you had a number of psychic or high strangeness experiences. At what point do you believe French officials learned of your special abilities? Um, I think they discovered it when I had a serious sunstroke when I was in the summer camp at the age of 13. When I was hospitalized and they had to scan my brain, strangely, the scanner wasn't working properly. The first X-ray revealed a spot in my brain. At first, they suspect a, a dust on the scan. They had to do the X-ray twice. But the second time, the X-ray revealed a mysterious object looking like um, a small capsule, you know? Thank you. Can you describe an incident in 1981 when, at age 12, you woke up during the night and saw Victor rummaging through your bedroom? What did he look like? Describe how you weren't supposed to see him and what happened next to him, in him confiding to you his identity and mission. Yeah. Um, I often heard rummaging in my room at night. And when I wanted to turn around to see what I was, a force would stick to me, to my bed, and I couldn't move. I could only hear rummaging. But one night, I slept on my back so that I could open my eyes more easily in front of me. And that's when I first saw him. He was in the dark. He was tall. And when he saw that I'd seen him, he didn't move. He was thinking, certainly, if I don't move, he doesn't see me. Suddenly, he moved. And I said, I see you. He came closer. And he came out of the darkness. 
I could see him in a detail with my little night lamp. He was about six feet tall. He had uh, no hair, green skin, and completely red eyes without pupils. He sat down at the end of the bed and said to me, hello, my name is Victor. And I say to him, but what are you doing here? And he answered, you are not supposed to see me. You are not supposed to see me, sorry. Because your vibratory frequency is not able to pick up the frequency I am in. This probably due to your highly developed sensorial abilities and other things that you will understand later. I'm here to protect you. But when they find out from above that we've made contact, I might be in trouble because it wasn't supposed to happen now. And suddenly, he disappeared. A few days later, he came back and he told me that he had been approved by the Galactic Confederation Council to stay in touch with me because in the near future, I was going to experience things and have a lot of questions about my life. And I was going to be part of something very special. Thank you. Explain how Victor said he was with the Galactic Confederation and identified you as one of their starseeds. He said he was a part of the Galactic Confederation himself and his planet. And I was part of their people as a starseed on a special mission to Earth. And I had accepted this mission before I was incarnated into John Charles' body. Do you think the incident with Victor led to the Galactic Confederation informing French officials that you were one of their starseeds as part of some agreement? Not at this moment, but later, yes, during my time in hospital. Okay. In 1982, can you describe what happened during summer camp when you suffered heat stroke and was taken to a place where you had someone speaking German and medical procedures being done on you? Yeah. In 1982, during a, a summer camp, I had a terrible sunstroke. I have 13 years old. It was one year after I met Victor, strangely enough. I arrived at the hospital, very dehydrated, and they put an intravenous solution in my arm. And as I was complaining a lot of headache, uh, they decided to make me a pass uh, a, a scanner of my brain. Strangely, the scanner didn't, didn't work correctly when I was inside. The first X-ray showed a spot on my brain. At first, the radiologist and the doctor suspected dust on the scan. They had to redo the, the X-ray twice, but the second time, the X-ray revealed a, a mysterious object looking like a, a small metal capsule. While the, the doctors were talking to each other, I often lost consciousness. Suddenly, when I opened my eyes, I was in my room. 
the doctor was looking at my x-ray in the next to him there was a military man but i couldn't understand what he was saying because he was speaking a different language it was a german and i was fainting a lot of time and suddenly i felt a kind of mask put in my nose and mouth there was a kind of greenish gaze and i fainted again suddenly i felt a hand in my shoulder i opened my eyes and i saw a military man with white hair blue eyes who said to me hurry up we have to go we are going to be late we are going to miss the jump i didn't understand what he was talking about i was in a hospital gown i go out my bed and follow him we took a large corridor i think i'm going to be transferred to another section because they discovered something in my in my x-ray we arrived at an elevator there are two militaries dressed in black with a, an emblem on the chest representing a, um, a white red the, the red triangle uh, in in the chest i start to wonder the fear rise that make a little moment that we go down and i find that abnormal because a hospital is not so deep i start to panic and suddenly the light in the elevator start to pulse and dim the old soldier say to me don't worry everything is fine you have nothing to fear we arrive and the door open but they are not the same door that we enter through there are other doors that appear like that we get out of the elevator and the soldier say to me this is where i leave you it stopped for me here continue alone i'm in a big anger with a lot of other children in line strangely enough i don't feel any fear i hear a voice inside of me saying hold on everything is fine and i continue and i arrived in the front of the of the table can you explain how you were given an all black jumpsuit with a winged horse logo and then began a training program for the french secret space program when i found myself in this huge anger i approached a table a, a woman gave me a, a black suit with a, a logo representing a silver winged horse and the woman told me to go to a tunnel of light with the other children when i arrived in the light i felt a thousand of needles piercing me and suddenly i found myself in other place like a very futuristic military base you say that you were tested for several weeks in the training program for your special abilities and then mind wiped and returned back in time please explain what happened when i arrived at the base we were separated by age and gender I was tested for speed 
and logic for several weeks. Then the tests start to get more intense, clairvoyance, out of body, and telekinesis. They test our fear with different nightmarish creatures in special room to see our tolerance and control. Many failed, but not me. A doctor spoke to a military man and said, this is the boy I told you about. I recognize the radiologist and I remember being particularly watched by people in a white suit taking a note. I was selected. I went into a dark room and that's when I saw it come out of the darkness. It was a huge, there was a giant mantis. It came up to me and put its big paw on my shoulder. And it was looking at me with its big eyes. And I heard in my head, relax, it's not painful. You've been chosen. And I collapsed. When I opened my eyes, I was in my bed in the hospital and I had forgotten everything. My head was spinning and I was nauseous, like I had been in a roller coaster. I felt very tired and I fell asleep. I was woken up by the sound of a horn. I was on a bus leaving the hospital to take me back to the summer camp. After returning to the summer camp and telling the boys some of what you remembered, you were ridiculed and felt depressed. You left and then had a contact experience with Victor on the Galactic Confederation craft. Please explain what happened. Yes, I was very sad. I waited until everyone was asleep and I went out the window of the chalet. I went to a field at the base of mountain and I sat on the ground with my eyes rise to the sky and I said, I don't want to be here anymore. Come on and get me. Suddenly, a star moved in the sky and it came closer. It was a golden disc, a light and it surround me and I felt that I was leaving the ground. I was myself on a ship. Many creatures were looking at me and seems to be waiting for my arrival. They welcomed me. Victor was there and said to me, welcome aboard the Solaris. Do you recall anything about the size, shape and number of the Confederation craft? Yes. The size of the spaceships could be very different. There were small reconnaissance spaceship, a various shape, very long or spherical large spaceship with more crew resembling aircraft carriers and a huge spaceships looking floating city with a complete ecosystem of vegetation, waterfall, various animals, I was in a fleet in which several spaceships were operating. On the Galactic Confederation craft, you and several young extraterrestrials were given special psychic training classes by a human lady called Maria. Please explain what happened. Yes, 
When I arrived on the ship, Victor and other creatures were waiting for me. I look, I took a large and very bright corridor, and at the end of this corridor arrived a splendid blonde woman with a beautiful blue eyes. She introduced herself to me by name Maria. She asked me to follow her, and we enter a very futuristic classroom. The, the desk were floating and translucent. In this classroom, there were other children, but they were young aliens, except for one human child. Maria asked me to go and sit next to him because there was only one seat left. This little boy's name was David. You describe meeting another young human boy, slightly longer, younger than you, called David, Rousseau on the Galactic Confederation craft. Please explain the special connection you developed and why David was confident you would remember him later. With David, the connection was made very quickly, probably because we were the only two human children in the class, but we felt that we knew each other before our incarnation on Earth. There was a very strong connection that left no doubt about its origin. We knew each other before. It was a certitude, but we couldn't explain it. We were inseparable. We took care of each other. I was older than him by three years. During the next nine years, do you recall any other training events where you were taken and then returned back in time to the point of departure? During the training with the other children in the class, I was on the Solaris ship with Maria, who was also teaching us. We had classes on developing our psychic abilities, fight and evaluation every day with different teacher. We were, we were not all human, the teacher. I had a different instruction than the other children because Maria told me that I was very special and unique. She told me that I was a, a superstar seed and that I need different training from the other kids. She introduced me to a mantis being who was very impressive in appearance, but very kind to me. She was telepathic and telekinetic and helped me with my training. We had classes like in a school with different subjects and we had break to go for a walk with the other being in a huge ship. We visit other worlds and stay on different planets. We met a lot of races in order to prepare us for our future mission. All this was part of our training. We had our own restroom individual cabin with a med bed, regenerating bed, and our food was like um, baby food with all the necessary nutrients in it. At the end of my training, Maria came to me and said, 
we will see each other again sooner than you think. In 1991, at age 21 or 22, while completing military service as a parachute commando, you saw a black flying triangle fly over a former American air base in France. Explain how your captain reacted when you reported the incident to him. I remember one night with the guys from my section, we saw a huge black triangular UFO as big as a soccer field flying over the base without any noise. And the next day, we told our leader what we had seen in the sky. And it was not an airplane because it was Easter vacation and there was no flight operation. We asked our leader what it was. He told us that it was nothing at all and that if we continue to ask a question, we could be sent to jail. After being injured during training, you were taken to a military hospital and told about patients strapped to gurneys being taken down to the basement and being handed over to a tall reptilian being. Please explain. During my military service, I had a big accident. I had to leave the base to a military hospital in Paris to be treated. The nerve and muscle on, in my arm had torn during an exercise and I stayed three months in the hospital. There were different sections, including a section of psychiatry. It was forbidden to talk to other patient because it's a psychiatry. But I did the, the contrary. I want to know what they say. At the nightfall, they saw a doctors with military come to pick up people in their room, in a medical bed. They were tied and they went down by an elevator where the morgue was, but with a special key in the, in the elevator went down low, loner, lower. They discreetly followed the doctor and the soldier and arrived at the basement and saw the elevator door open with the reptilian being holding the door. On the following day, you go to the basement to check for yourself what's happening to the patients, and you now see a very tall grey being in the elevator. Please explain. A few days later, I saw the, this doctor coming to pick up the other people. I followed them, but when I got to the elevator, I was stopped by a guard who asked me what I was doing on that level. I just say I was on the wrong floor. He didn't, he didn't believe me. He, he was threatening me. I look him straight in the eyes, and curiously, he left. The next day, I went down again. There was still a person strapped to a stretcher. When the elevator opened the door, it wasn't a reptilian. It was a tall gray with a suit. So after seeing the tall gray in the suit, you go back to your hospital room and soon 
begin your official 20 and back service for the French Secret Space Program. Can you recall any details of how your service began? For example, did you sign documents? Was your DNA registered, etc.? The day after the incident with, with the total grey, I was in the hallway of the hospital. I asked to the doctor where the other guys are. He told me it was none of my business and that they had left. As I left in the hallway, the doctor told me not to forget my treatment for my shoulder. I went to my treatment. It was an experimental equipment called uh, Excalibur with infrared to uh, reconstitute and repair the damaged muscle. I was lying on the table, but the machine had a malfunction and I was burned at the second degree. The pain was so bad that they had to give me a morphine one night when I was injected with the morphine, I started to lose consciousness. And just before, I saw the doctor of my room, of my room open, and a doctor came in with a military man, and I went down to the basement. When I go, when I got downstairs, my eyes were open, and I saw other people on the stretchers. And when I got there, I felt a sting in the back uh, of my neck and had probably injected me with a adrenaline because I set up suddenly and I had no more pain in my shoulder. A soldier asked me to follow him to a, a table and asked me to put uh, my hand in, in, in a box with a light. I, I answered my hand and I felt a, a tingling sensation. He told me that it was to compare my DNA signature when, with the one I had when I was young. And that's when I remember when I went down to the basement of the hospital for my son's stroke at 13 years old, that I had put my hand in an identical box before taking the foot with the winged horse emblem and uh, entering the, the tunnel of light with the other children. After having put my hand in the light box for my DNA identification, I put a black suit and the soldier told me to go toward a kind of strange corridor where a very powerful bluish light was pulsing, pulsating. I entered the light and I felt a multitude of needles going through my whole body. Suddenly, Maria was standing in front of me with a large smile and she said to me, hello again. You see, it was not so long. I said to her, excuse me, but who are you? Oh, excuse me, follow me. We arrived in the room. There was uh, several tubes. I enter inside and I feel a big heat and a strong light. And when I 
go out to the tube, all my memory came back to me completely. She gave me another suit with, with a, a logo on the chest and the shoulder, representing a, a, a circle with a three black sphere and a triangle not close. Then she asked me to follow her to a large room, like an amphitheater. There are many, many adults, and some are not humans. David is there and waved to me, very happy to see me again. I go to sit next to him, and Maria begin her speech. Behind her, there is a, a huge emblem representing a planet crossed by two rings with star around it, a kind of united nation of planets. You say you served on the spacecraft carrier called the Solaris. Please explain the Solaris in terms of its size, shape, how many spacecraft it carried, and how many personnel were on it. The Solaris was a, a large, long-shaped ship resembling an aircraft carrier mixed with a rocket, carrying several thousand people. It had several departments, botanical, technical, tactical, inner lakes, and different ecosystem, with several alien races from different worlds, but each had its own territory. You say that Solaris was a joint French and United States spacecraft. Can you remember anything about its command hierarchy and crew in terms of different nationalities? Yeah. The Solaris was a part of the Franco-American fleet of the Solar Warden. It was mixed race, people, Asian type, tall blonde people, hybrids. It was very diverse. The command was, command was multiple. Each one had a responsibility which allowed each one to be autonomous. If something happened to the ship, we all had piloting skills and we were multitasking, multitasking. But there was no human leaders, that's all I know. Can you remember anything about life on the Solaris? What was your rank and responsibilities? Yeah, I was captain and I finished commander. I was in a charge of a squad for rescue mission outside of our planet and also in a diplomatic mission on other worlds. I had often 15 people under my command, humans, hybrid and aliens. What do you remember of your service on the Excelsior? I have some memories of my service in the, on the Excelsior. Please explain the size, shape, crew of the Excelsior. What was your rank and responsibilities? The Excelsior ship was colossal. It was a mothership. It looked like a floating city under a glass dome. It, it wasn't an attack ship, but a ship where you could live. 
I went there several times, but my memory are more accurate on, on the Solaris. I would have to do hypnosis to have more details. Do you recall any explicit interaction between the French secret space program and ships of the Galactic Confederation? There was an interaction between them. The extraterrestrial human relationship was good, but they were suspicious because there were several secret space program and stories told of misunderstandings about agreements broken by the reptilians. The main relationship was working together against this hostile race. There were various secret space programs, including the Black Fleet, but we were part of the protection of our solar system, and there was an alliance between the alien and human program. There were also exchanges of soldiers. You remember one mission where you were sent to Mars to lead an attack against Draco reptilians. What can you remember of the mission and your injury there? I remember a secret rescue mission on Mars that went wrong for me, in which I was severely damaged in the abdomen and the side by the tail of a Draco reptilian. I was evacuated in emergency aboard the Solaris. I almost died, but I was saved thanks to the intervention of David and his unit. I was regenerated in a medical bed. I complete all the rescue mission on Ceres, Mars, Alpha Draconis and Delta Draconis, as well as the moon, to rescue humans and alien women and children from slavery held in captivity by the reptilians. These very dangerous reptilians are a particular appearance. They were black and they were named the Black Draco. Who is David Rousseau and explain his role in the covert mission to Mars when you were injured? David Rousseau is a French-Irish-American author and intuitive artist, illustrator specializing in a galactic portrait. David is a walk-in, a soul experiencer, messenger, empath, ambassador of universe peace, of universal peace. He has been communicating with the beyond and the higher dimension since his early childhood. At the age of six, one evening in the summer of uh, 1981, while playing outside, he saw a bluish white light descend from the sky, come to a position just above him and remain there motionless. This moment seems to last forever. When the object was gone, he found himself in a front of being who was obviously no terrestrial human in shape, okay? Bluish skin with slight silver reflection 
large green eyes and a long dark hair. His name was Ethayel, just as Victor was my protector and brother of the stars. David has written two books beyond our, our world in French for the moment, in which he explained his life path with the extraterrestrial encounters and his experience with the Space Force in France like me. His sighting of a black triangular UFO close to his military base, his visit to the moon, as well as the planet Mars, and his involvement from a very young age in the secret French space program, including special mission, where he saw and recognized me, and vice versa. We were together on the Solaris ship, and we, and we remember the same thing in detail. And on the Solaris, David Rousseau was a sort of a intermediary of connection with the other races. He also a special operation agent, and he often was in the many rescue mission. We participate in a various mission together, but he was not a soldier. He was often with me on the Solaris and we did all our training together for several years. Many years later, you read a book by David Rousseau where he describes his life in the French secret space program and the Mars incident. Please explain what happened when you read the relevant chapter. I discovered David Rousseau a year ago by a friend the director of Mufon France, Jenny Chariot, who I thank very much once again. I am myself the ex-assistant director of Mufon Quebec and now the director of the investigation of Quebec. The universe had been conspiring for us to find each other. When I first saw David face in an interview, I had intense déjà vu, but when I read David's book, my emotion rose instantly. Everything he described was similar to my life. I decided to send him my film, Southshore Origin, about my life, and his reaction was the same, emotion and tears. The connection was there and nothing could break it. We decide to each other by Skype and uh, there again, a shock. We were unable to speak. The tears flowed. I had found my friend, my brother. And that very moment, I start to have consciousness memory that came to the surface. I decided to find out more and without telling, without telling David, I did a regression hypnosis. My wife is a specialized in hypnosis, Dolores Cannon method. For more than two hours, I described everything I just told you in detail. My training on the board, the Solaris, Maria, the blonde woman with the blue eyes, the class, 
the alien children, the Mars mission that went wrong. And at the end of my service, I said to David in the hallway of the ship, I will meet again, my brother. I know it. And we cried together. Maria next to me, and she said, we'll see you soon. My wife, Melanie, and, and I wrote the detail of my hypnosis, pricelessly. Two months later, David, I talk again because we were very busy with our project. He knew nothing about my hypnosis, nothing. And there it was the shock all over again. David has done a regression hypnosis with his hypnotherapist cousin. David saw exactly the same thing. The class, the children, our training, the mission to Mars, my injury, the Solaris, Maria. And at the end of his service, he saw himself saying to me, well, meet again, my brother, and crying. And it's not over. It's not over. He told me on Skype, in a video, I wrote everything in my second book that will be realized in November in this, in this year. Everything is written in detail. I was in tears again. And he had, you know, several years ago, I was discouraged not being able to talk to Michael Salah, but Ethiel, her protector, told me this. A French man you knew in this program will be in your life next. I was upset. And I still I and I still am. I can't wait for his second book to be translated into English so that the world can discover our unique story. When you finally spoke with David Rousseau, you, you realized that you both served on the Solaris, were star seeds with the Galactic Confederation and had a ball connection where you would room each other despite mind-wiping technology used upon your term. Please explain these connections with David. Our connection goes far beyond human understanding, probably due to many incarnations before coming to Earth, as we feel we knew each other long before. But having been raised and trained together in a ship, having done mission and having spent 20 years together. It is obvious that this forge and indestructible connection and even all their memories arising device have not been able to arise this relationship that slink us forever. What other missions uh, do you remember about your covert service on the Solaris? I serve on a different base, including the moon, base name Artemis Lunar, the base Epsilon Centauri, 
and we were in operation in the constellation Andromeda, Cassiopeia, Orion, and Nova. Did you serve on any other spacecraft that were part of the French secret space program? I served on the Solar Warden fleet in the Solaris ship and on the Excelsior, but I have very few memories at the moment. Explain the agreement between the Galactic Confederation and the French, French US secret space program in fighting against the Draco reptilians. The agreement was to keep the Galactic Confederation informed of the action of reptilian on our planets. So there would be no violation of agreements. Unfortunately, the reptilian did not respect any of the agreements and conflict broke out very often. And also in a other solar system with which we had to operate, there were genetically modified super soldiers to face the Draco who were something huge. Explain what happened at the end of your 20 and back program. And of the service, after 20 years, back in time in the 19s, molecular regression to return physically to 21 and a rising of my memory in a kind of a tube, sending powerful wave in my brain to make me forget everything. I woke up in my bed in the military hospital, but just before they took me back to my room, I remember hearing someone say, arise everything correctly this time. Why are you coming forward now to reveal your involvement in the French secret space program? For 40 years, I kept my story deep inside of me. I didn't dare to talk about it for fear of people's judgments and nasty attitude. Today, the many disclosures and revelations about the secret space program encourage me to come out of the shadow because it's time to share my story with you. Where can people learn more about your film projects and works? Uh, you can see my film on Vimeo on demand. Uh, you will find Thoucher Origin to document a film based on the real event mixed, a reference to the TV series X-File. I made a mix of documentary and fiction film to bring my revelation across discreetly. Social Origin Part 2 should be realized in the next year. Um, and uh, with you, Michael, who gave me the great honor to play in it. And the last one, the most important, Revelation Starseed, exclusive worldwide realized today, in which I make a revelation about my life. Everything is all true. It's not a movie, it's a real. This documentary follows the 15 video capsule about my life and goes much deeper in my disclosure. Very important, you have to watch this free 
15 video before watching Revelation Starseed. It's very important. You can find them on YouTube too by typing in Connection Aliens or typing on Vimeo. Thank you for taking the time to listen my story. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jean-Charles, for your bravery in coming forward and revealing to an American audience, to an English-speaking audience around the world, some information about the French secret space program and how it collaborates with the US in this joint covert space service. So thank you again for coming forward. Thank you, Michael.